back program with news, weather, and sports information. But everything else, wait a minute. Not our regular announcer there. Good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, Ray. Hello, Bob. Good afternoon, Ken. Bill Green, boy, boy piano player. Hello, Arthur. And how are you, old timer? All right. Arthur, uh, you know what they do in school after you've been away during for the summer season? The first week in September that you're in school, at any rate, it's devoted to standing up and for three minutes telling the rest of the class what you did. What you did on your vacation. So we want you to take three minutes of our precious radio time, Art, and tell everyone uh, what you did on your vacation. Here's little Arthur Hall, age seven, with what he did on his vacation. The next voice you hear, friends, will be that. Not this one, but the next one. Right. Well, uh, I tell you, fellas, I went fishing, and I had a lot to eat, and that's about all I did. Well, sir, that's... Well, good. Thanks a lot, Art. And uh, pick up your cup of poison. <laughs> You'll find it outside in the hall. I have it in the ice cooler for you. Good for you, and uh, enough of that. And happier vacations to you in the future. Sounded like I had a lot of fun, Art. <laughs> now, what are you laughing at, Wilson? Put your feet down and sit here like a gentleman. Wilson? Wilson has his feet up on the bench, which sits itself Quick, in front of the, the audience. camera on him. Let's embarrass him. Swing that over there. Is there enough light on him? Is there enough light on him? <laughs> We're seeing him enough now. Too much. Too much. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is, a Monday, which day we should forget all about completely, I think. Hmm? I, sh- I think we should forget Mondays completely. Cross them off the calendar. That's good. Which one is the dog, then? The one on the left, well, where I'm sitting. Let's get to Linda's house because things have happened there. Have they? Sure. Over the weekend? Life with Love, so Linda Lovely, written for radio by A. Carrington Love. The story which proves a young, sophisticated New York debutante cannot find romance and happiness in a deserted mining town out west. Oh, brother. Holy we look in on Linda and David today as the two lovable old philosophers sit before a crackling fire in their candy store. I forgot to tell you, we're combining two soap operas. Today. No, no, that's the story of Ben Dover. The candy. Yeah, we, we, we cannot tie him in with Linda Lovely. All right, well, they're just sitting in front of an open hearth. And they're not doing any philosophizing at all. Okay, they're but just Linda... sitting and they're going over the family budget. Mm-hmm. In a quiet way. Well, how can you go over a family budget in a quiet way? Touche. Let's actually. look in on Linda. She's crying, and I might add, so is David. <laughs> Linda, this this budget of ours. Huh? Is, I say this budget of ours. Oh yes, David. If you'd only go to work. We are we are running into difficulty here, I believe. Only for my dowry, David. We wouldn't be eating for the last three years. It's a good thing for you. You have your dowry. For you, David. Papa gave it to you. You folks figure out whether you're going to be able to support me for another year or not. I don't think we will, Uncle no, Eugene. No, Uncle Eugene. You have to leave. Well, I'd better pack my thing there and leave, I suppose. I'm rather destitute, as you know. Oh, Uncle Eugene, come down here and talk to me. All right, I'll bitter patter my little feet downstairs. Do you hear me? Come down. I can't hear you, Bob. <laughs> I didn't hear you, next to you, Uncle Eugene, either. That's because I jumped. Oh, yes. Uncle Eugene, tell me, did you hear from Webler? I haven't heard from Webler for over 18 years now. Was I supposed to? 
Yes. This morning's mail said that you were talking with Puebla. Oh. And that little Skippy is coming home soon. Why, George, you're right. I did have a letter from Webler this morning. Read it to us. Says, Dear Uncle Eugene, <laughs> I am coming home to River's Mouth very shortly or soon, whichever is the closer. And I would like to meet you at River's Mouth's Romany Tea Room, beside Webler. Well, Who do you suppose that's from, Aunt Linda? It's from Webler. Of course it is, Uncle Eugene. It says so right there at the bottom. Your hand, David, it's in the cocoa. Oh, I I was so I was so upset at this letter to Uncle Eugene. I didn't Here, here's know. a Kleenex, darling. Thank you. Kiss me, David. Say, what about Uncle Webler? Is he coming back or not? I don't know, Uncle Eugene. Please. Well, there's a letter there in front of you. Go ahead and read it. Okay. See what he says. Dear Linda, please meet me at the Romany Tea Room with Uncle Eugene. I have News for you. Signed, David. I never wrote that letter. Somebody forged your name, David. It's your handwriting. Look. did a good job. You read it, David. Dear David, I'm meeting you at Riversmouth's Romany Tea Room come Friday. Saturday. <laughs> I, read it, David. I can make neither head nor tail of this letter... Well, I don't know. Gee, this is too confusing for me, a private eye by trade. I- I'd have to toss in the towel on this case, Lon. Well, and why don't... It's too confusing Why don't we just sit back and have a Chesterfield and relax? Uh, all right. It sounds like a good sense for me. Chesterfield over and over again. Chesterfield satisfied women and men. Milder, much milder, all smokers agree. Always by Chesterfield A. They satisfy. They sure do. When you want to smoke, always insist on Chesterfield. Tom smokes them and he likes them. Friday Friday is a big night down at Magnolia again. What's down there this week, Bob? Sammy Eisen. Sammy Eisen and his orchestra? And his world-renowned band. He called up this morning and said, please put that in. Sammy Eisen and his recording orchestra. Mm Mm-hmm. They made a record... See, it was about nine or ten years ago over in New York, I think. They did? And what was it, Bob? Oh, the bells are ringing. And it went like crazy, I, mm-hmm. I understand. I remember playing it on the PX out at Guam. Yes, they, they distributed those pretty thoroughly. And uh, Sam, as a result, of course, got a lifetime contract with Ruby Newman. And, uh, of course, we all know that Sammy's gone on to become one of the greatest orchestra leaders in the world. As well as one of the most popular. And there's a bit of talk that he may move in on the Indianapolis Symphony Orchestra this He's fall. He's expecting to make a movie very shortly. He and Fabian Savitsky. The two of them will divvy up on us out there in Indianapolis this fall. That's what I hear. That's something we're really looking forward to. With. It's from the grapevine. Is it? Mm-hmm. Here, boy, have a few grapes. <laughs> Thank you. I was mashing them this morning making wine. Mm-hmm. Would you like a little? Your feet are purple, I noticed. Yes. I don't think I'll have any, no. Okay. What would ever happen to old Kay Arcadian, speaking of wine? Do you remember how long they were with us? Gee whiz, she was a swell sponsor, too, and she made such nice wine. Never complain about anything. Kay Arcadian, her purple feet in orchestra. Well, enough of music. Ken Wilson and Bill Green. Together, they play Pretty Baby.
For business or pleasure, it's cheaper by train. Your New Haven Railroad can prove it. Let's say you're going from Boston to New York. Fine. If you go by plane, your one-way fare plus tax is $12.82. Limousine service to and from the airports is another $2. Your total cost by plane is $14.82. By train, your coach fare, including tax, is only $7.92. No extra transportation charges to pay. In other words, when you travel by your New Haven Railroad, you save $6.90 on a one-way trip. Or save $12.50 on round trips between Boston and New York. Never worry about canceled schedules by train either. In any weather, your New Haven carries you always safely, smoothly, from in-town Boston to midtown New York. Go New Haven and save. This afternoon we have another visit from our good friend, the question man, who answers just about everything in the way of unusual and interesting questions. I have a stack of mail. Do you have a theme for him? You want to play the theme? While he gets sat at his private microphone. Mr. Question Man, a, a lot of mail has come in since your last appearance, and I wonder yes. if you'd be good enough to answer a few of these questions. Yes, of Let's get right into the mail here. I was... That's not a question there. See, our first one here has to do with science, Mr. Question Man. Yes. They would like to know, if they fly in an airplane... Up, up, up and away, where will they land? Part one, yes. Part two, yes. Part three, no. They would fly to the roof of the world, which is painted blue. And what is on the... This is the second part of the question. What is on the other side of the roof of the world? We do not know, nor do we want to find out. All right, this question comes all the way from Minneapolis. No. I mean, yes. And they would like to know, if they drive a golf ball straight into the air, will it come down? Yes. Unless there's a little boy up there, he'll grab it and sell it back to him. The second part of the question is... No. I believe that's all the questions we have. Don't we have any more questions? Well, I could go on forever like this. I love it. You gave us some good answers. I love sitting here answering those questions because they really tax my, my brain. They do, huh? See, I have a card file mind up here, Bob. Right up there? Yes. Up there in the head, huh? I sure have. Let me read this commercial, will you? Yep. What are you going to do this evening, friends? Now, isn't it a wonderful night to go out for dinner? It will be, certainly. And I know just the spot, too. Depends on when you get paid. Well, that, of course, enters into it. But if, if you're heavily laden with loot and you're going out tonight, then we have a suggestion. Put down the top or open the windows in the car... And head for the casino at Magnolia. It's the kind of drive that sets you up for a glorious evening along the North Shore, Route 127 from Salem, out to Magnolia with a view of Gloucester Harbor when you arrive. And if the wind is blowing right... Oh, boy. Oh, man, you're living. Stroll in, have a cocktail at the bar, order dinner if you wish, and you can have a delicious meal for $1.85. Dance where the cool ocean breezes join you. Remember, there's just no music. Like Sammy Eisen's music. That's well, the casino look out, Bathe and check. 
Bring your own valley slippers or rent them there. There's never a cover, and all the prices are reasonable. And remember, the casino at Magnolia is open for luncheon, too, as well as dining and dancing every night. Sunday dinner all day, too. And, well, I suppose they're serving a little bit of Sunday dinner now. So whenever you want a good time, be smart, go to the casino at Magnolia. And you say, we'll be there Friday, eh? We'll be there Friday only. Just Friday night again. This is our last Eastern appearance before we pour another one. It's another Bob and Ray Benefit, friends, for those two swell old fellows that work up there at WHCH. We want to give them a big going-away present. And so let's all get behind this movement and try to work it through to a success. There'll be little Bob and Ray uh, stands all over town. Uh, they're, they're built in the shape of a, of a billfold. And uh, you just drop your drop, money. Drop in whatever your conscience demands, either a dime or a dollar or ten dollars, depending on how well, well however you, you feel about it. Yeah, just how you feel about it. But let's make it real big for the boys. Sure, because so, uh, they deserve it. They do, and they're both smart. How they can be so consistently funny day after day and yet be so poor is more than either one of us can figure out. So let's let's uh, make it so Bob and Ray will never forget you swell Bostonians by loading them up with loot this weekend. I thank you. <laughs> I think that about covers the situation pretty thoroughly. Well, now, friends, I see it's 1.15. That means it's time for the news. And here is Peter Gorey, our news analyst. The garbage men enjoying a weekend of fishing were nearly drowned today when their boat tipped over. A passerby pulled them out of the water and rushed them to a hospital. However, just as they were driving into the hospital entrance, a train came by, completely smashing the automobile. And so excited was the engineer of the train that he fell out of the cab all over the street. An unpleasant surprise waited for Walter Sternley when he jumped out of a stunt plane and discovered he'd forgotten his parachute. His hopes were brightened, however, when an emergency crew, seeing Walter's predicament, rushed out on the field with a huge safety net. Unfortunately, two members of the crew stumbled and fell flat on their faces, dropping the net only three feet from where Walter landed. On the more cheerful side of the news, a man was only hardly beaten but not killed by an elderly woman burglar who attempted to rob him as he was leaving the hospital where his wife was seriously ill. And finally, old Dame Fortune played a funny trick on a pair of twins in Sandusky, Ohio today. Police were seeking one of the twin brothers on a murder charge and arrested the wrong one. The innocent brother was shot to death in a fierce gun battle. Police later discovered, oddly enough, that neither brother is the murderer. A policeman confessed that he did it. Now, the weather and headlines... The weather will be very bad for the next two days. <laughs> Lots of thunder and lightning, hail. And dark black clouds. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was Peter Gorey, our newsman, who's heard several times each week. Oh, and a, a late item just handed to me. Thank you. <laughs> Man killed while attempting suicide. Oh, that happens every day, Peter. Yes, it seems to pop up there. It seems to happen quite often. Yes, yes, of course. Well, having looked at the world picture, I suppose we'd better settle down to more serious things, haven't we? I think we ought to present the lone agent. Do you know the uh, William Tell Sterling? The lone agent. That doesn't sound like no, the right thing. Wait, hold up, hold it. Ken, let's not play the thing according to Hoyle. Let's play it the way it was written. That's better. 
lone agent, of course, is riding west out of Abilene with his faithful redskin friend, Pronto. The two of them have been riding this way for three days, single saddle, on one horse. And they're beginning to get on each other's neck. And if you don't think that's the tough thing to do on a horseback, you're crazy. As we look in on him, the lone agent is on Pronto's neck. Ah, uh, hello there, Kimo Sabi. Hello there, Redskin. How are you, boy? Um, all tired out. Have you heard from the sheriff at all? I've been racing those riders in the sky. What happened? Those mellow riders in the sky get out of hand, did they? Uh, look, Prado, I want you to ride ahead into Indian country and pave the way for me. I want to go out there and make peace. Uh, Long. Yes. That's completely impossible. What's that, Prado? You would be implicating me in crime. What do you mean? This for is which a... I can have no hand. This is Prado speaking. Uh, Where'd you get the education? Me go Harvard. Me Boston Brave. <laughs> you in fourth know? place. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, Prados, the lions are out here uh, tracing down these robbers and thieves. Uh, uh, I wonder, would you be kind enough to go ahead and ride into Pecos for me uh, and see if you could get a hold of a man named Barton? Uh, right. Me do, Lone. Uh, meanwhile, I'll stay here at camp and drive right. my sneakers. Bye, Lone. Bye. Oh, wait a minute, Lone. Oh, yes, Prado? I was just taking my sneakers off. <laughs> so I notice. Which way is Pecos? Uh, towards the horizon. All right. I ride now. Okay. Get him up, Sprouts. A little later that day, still drying his sneakers over the fire, the lone agent, alone and helpless, never realizing that Indians are creeping up on him, and his underwear <laughs> looks into the embers and talks to himself. Oh, no, you don't. You're not going to put me in a spot like that. If I talk, I have to talk to someone because I, I hate to talk to Red Embers. He's such a bore. <laughs> Plays good music, though. Incidentally, the music in the background is furnished by the Union. Red Embers, that is all. Excuse me, I have another commercial here. I want to read it. My own inimitable manner, Bob. Will you have the boys be quiet? Is this something about television? Yes. Say, here's a wonderful way to spend a wonderful evening at home. You can enjoy an evening of top-flight television entertainment without cost. Drop over to your neighbors. Now, uh, really, what you do is... Well, invite your neighbors over to your house with their television set. Well, that's a little cumbersome, Bob. And, of course, putting up the aerial and whatnot. Well, the whatnot is what runs into money. It's easy to arrange... Uh, just call the House of Television, New England's largest exclusive television dealer, at Richmond 21750 for your free home trial of sensational Admiral Television. Yes, a phone call right now to Richmond 21750 will deliver a big, beautiful Admiral Television console to your home tonight, or any time you choose. Now, they'll hook it up in a jiffy, and this is no ordinary television console. I'd like to have one about 3.30 tomorrow morning, please. 3.30 a.m.? Yes. We'll be there, sir. It's, where do you live, incidentally? Uh, Provincetown. Oh, we'll be there. His pictures are so clear, sharp, steady, and... Br I don't know if you can get it down there, can you? That's your problem, not mine. I guess you're right. His pictures are so clear, sharp, steady, and brilliant that you can enjoy them in broad daylight. Yes, you can. It's easy to tune Admiral Television. A flip of the dial brings in a new program. Simple? Why, you bet. The incredibly low price of Admiral Television will amaze you, too. Especially when you hear about the House of Television's liberal long-term credit plan. And for those of you who cannot afford a brand new television set, remember they'll sell you a phony aerial that you can put up on your roof. 
Your free home trial of Admiral Television is free, no cost, no obligation. Get it on easy credit terms. Sure, just call Richmond 21750. That number is Richmond 21750. What is that number? Richmond 21750. Ask for their convenient eight-minute pay plan. Now, Ken and Bill, with one of the greatest offerings they've ever offered on this program, something that they have... I've rehearsed for months and haven't dared to play until today, the beginning of a new year. What is the name of this? Don't forget, friends, it's Richmond 21750. Five feet two. Five feet two, eyes are blue, and everybody here see my uh, Connecticut. Oh, for the land's sakes. Do we get down there to Connecticut? No, huh? 
<laughs> you should say yes, Charlie. Let's start the show over. I, I have to tell you that we have uh, a listener in Jacksonville, Florida, that we receive mail from regularly. Yeah? That's a fact, and I don't know how he does it. Well, he, he obviously does listen because he tells us everything we said the day before. And, uh, well, I think he's getting it on, I think he's getting it on Skywave. Either that or he's writing to a friend down there and telling him what for sure. What? Operates at his own expense, just to hear. Is that so, really, Leo? Gee, I didn't know that. That's that was the voice of Leo Egan. One of America's greatest, one of America's greatest sportsmen. I, I think who was loaded? Say something. Well, quiet, everybody. Quiet, 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 Leo Egan. Quiet, please. Tenant fever grips hub. See what I mean? He's loaded with cliches. How many frozen ropes were hit out into the outer <laughs> sector yesterday at the Fens, Lee? About uh, two score, I believe. Say, that's one thing about Washington. They can You've never play. done greyhound racing. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Well, if you're spending your vacation in New England and have never seen America's biggest and most beautiful greyhound track, then go greyhound racing tonight at Wonderland Revere. See the champions in action with the featured ninth bringing the post the world's greatest performers. Post time first race, 7.45. The Daily Double closes at 7.30. Plan your evening now by getting your copy of tonight's Wonderland program at your newsstand. It'll give you entries, post positions, and past performance records. Wonderland reveres mighty near from Boston by MTA from Maverick Station from everywhere over wide highways. Excuse me, did you have the trumpet before this? No, I didn't. I'm very sorry, sir. That negates the whole thing. Trumpet, All right, please. Trumpet. If you've never gone greyhound racing, or if you're spending your vacation in New England, and if, for those of you who have to leave, the end of it goes, see ten great races tonight at Wonderland. Getting back to the beginning, if you're spending your vacation in New England and have never seen America's biggest and most beautiful greyhound track, then go greyhound racing tonight at Wonderland Revere. See the champions in action. Oh, I heard that before. That's enough. Wonderland and Revere. Bringing to post the world's fastest and greatest performers. Aces Boomer. Post time, first race, 7.45. Aces Bloomer will be running in one of those races. I don't know whether Ace runs tonight or not. Well, Ace always runs on Monday night. Ken Wilson played the organ on this program, accompanied by Bill Green, who is a very talented piano player. You don't need to say that. Oh, no, it doesn't cost us a thing, Bob. And maybe someday Bill Green can do a favor for us. Yeah, that will be the day. Bad day with Bob and Ray is a public service feature that comes your way Monday through Saturday. Keep it under your hat, everybody, too. Your head right. <laughs> that was me, everybody, picking the new scouts listening. We wish to thank Bob and Ray for readjusting their schedule so they might be heard at this time. Bob and Ray as well. And don't forget, let's, they'll be at the casino at Magnolia this Friday night. And uh, let's make Bob and Ray benefit night a big one.